From the company that brought you Rocket Mortgage comes Rocket Pro Insight, the innovative product designed to give real estate agents control like never before. Rocket Pro Insight allows agents to send files on their clients' behalf and get to closing faster. Sign up today at rocketpro.com slash real estate and get the freedom to check a client's progress from anywhere at any time. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. MLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Remember, we are all given special qualities that make us different. From my hair, to my legs, to my face, to my thoughts, to my beliefs. You got to embrace these badass traits that separate you from the rest. It could be your nationality. It could be your favorite color. It could be little things such as, I come from a big family versus a small family. I could be a small town girl versus a city girl. Whatever makes you you, embrace that trait. Find these qualities and shine, baby. You gotta shine. This is what makes you stand up from the crowd. When the inner beauty blooms, a flower is born. You gotta be that flower and grow amongst the other beautiful flowers. You are so beautiful, and I hope that you see this. Never let anything or anyone dim your shine. Because life is going to be a little crazy some days. You're going to have ups. You're going to have crazy downs. All that matters is that you stay true to you because your beauty is going to shine from within. You might be wondering, but how the heck do I find my shine? Girl, you got to find it within yourself. You're not going to find it in another man. You're not going to find it in another friend. You're not going to find it in a book. You're going to find it in yourself first. You got to dig deep, girl. Discover yourself. Embrace your differences. Love yourself and accept your flaws. That's been always a big thing for me, accepting my flaws. Because look, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect, girl. We're never going to be perfect. It doesn't exist. But accepting you and embracing you, that's your ideal of perfection. Create a mindset to see the good in everything. Yes, there is a silver lining. Please see this because without seeing that, it's just going to bring you down. You got to find a way to see the good in everything. You have control of your destiny. You, not your job, not your mom, definitely not your dad. You have control of your destiny. Each morning you have a chance to wake up and be thankful that you're breathing. Think of that. You woke up today. You're hearing my voice. Be thankful. Be thankful, girl. Continue to live your best life. But first, you've got to believe in your magic, sister. So these were the incredible thoughts that came through my mind after talking to my badass girlfriend, Leah. I mean, talk about a girl that went through some crazy-ass shit in a relationship and found her way seven years later on top. She's still on the rise. And it's just so crazy that I can relate to her. I was there with her in that whole process of finding myself again, coming out of a relationship and making sure I was going to stand no matter what. She embraces her badass, beautiful traits being a Greek woman. She never quits and she's not going to quit until she gets where she wants to be. Ladies, talk about having a good mindset, having control of your destiny. Bro, Leah is it. Let's get into it. night from the lady gang podcast if you're into getting a very sassy sexual beautiful inspiring funny oftentimes embarrassing slightly anal podcast in your repertoire subscribe to us lady gang on podcast one podcast one app and please rate and review us on apple Podcasts. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Sisters, I'm here with my sister, Leah Sergakis. Did I say that right? Hey, Sergakis, but hey, we'll take that. No, it's not. We'll take that. Dude, and I just literally asked for this It's hard. Yeah. Is it like... How? It's Greek. It's Greek. But like my real name is Vasilia. What? And so I had to cut that down. So maybe I have to cut down Sergakis too. We're going to start slashing my name more. It's, hard. it's not <laughs> an easy name. This. It's not an easy name. See, I'm glad I asked ahead of time yeah. too. <laughs> so Leah is here with us. She is an incredible woman. I'm going to let her introduce herself because she has so many 
incredible things going on in her life that I want her to tell you. So, Leah, please just give yourself this bomb-ass intro. I appreciate that. I don't know about too many good things. You but, do. Hey, just out here trying to make a dollar to 15 cents like all of us. <laughs> um, a little bit about me. I'm a talk show host. Um, I have a talk show called Table for One. And really, like, me as a woman, I feel like my purpose, my voice, my lane in life is – to make other people feel comfortable and beautiful in their skin and like going mm -hmm. after their own sh and being unapologetic Hell in that yes. journey. And I really, it's funny, it started by me just having it as a passion, but to it turning into like, wow, this is something that like people apparently want to hear. So yeah. like, that's where I'm at. And so it's kind of taken me all over and brought me different projects. So I've just been grateful for the ride. That's amazing. Now, how did Table Front start? Like, where did you start it? How did it come to your head? Like, <laughs> How did it start, dude? Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Y'all better sip a drink or something. Um, I was engaged. I was in a seven-year relationship. Yeah. And so growing up Greek, I was always taught, you know, what are you to a man, right? It was like, you're the care, mm. you're taking care of the kids. It wasn't like, you know, you need to make sure you're you're good first. It, was, right. it, it wasn't the idea. There was never an ending in a relationship, right? So I was in a seven-year relationship, I was engaged, and... Um, he called the wedding off a month before. Wow. Right? Real sweetheart. What a wow. gem. What a gem. And I'll never forget, like, waking up one morning and looking myself in the mirror and not knowing who I was as a person, not knowing what I cared about, not knowing things that m mattered to me. I just had invested so much into that relationship yeah. and to him. So when she hit the fan... I didn't know myself. And so after that, the idea of Table for One came along where I want people to be whole in all areas of their life yes. before anything else, yes. before work, before your relationship, before anything, you need to be whole. Yes. And so um, just rebuilding myself and just kind of using my experiences is just really kind of what started this whole thing. Yeah. So I want to rewind because, wow. So growing up from a small town. I know you're from Utah. Yeah. Shout out to Utah. Yo, yo, 801. <laughs> 801. 801 Compton Wood Heights. It's Compton Wood Heights, but I try to make it gangster. Utah's yes. not gangster at all. <laughs> so I know you are from a great family. Mm -hmm. And I know the Greek family is very sacred. Yeah. And you guys have a lot of traditions. Yeah. Um, now, sisterhood in this. And your mother, I know, is like end mm. all be all. Your family. When this happened to you um, with your relationship, how did you handle that? I know you probably fell down and you probably couldn't identify, like, who am I? I'm, I'm not the strong woman right mm -hmm. now. Who did you have to turn to when you were going through this? Oh my God, I was, I was like, completely broken. Yeah. And, like, I'm here today not because of me. It's because of mm -hmm. the people that believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. The right. people that are like, Leah, you're getting off the couch. Leah, like, you know, I... I, I wasn't a weak person. Like, right. I graduated college super young at, like, 19. I was always driven. I was always yeah. this way. But then I got lost in an idea of what a lot of women are taught from a young age. Like, we're yes. taught. Like, we're fed this fairy tale. Amen. Right? We're fed this fairy tale, but no one really says, guess what? If you eat that bad apple, you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> yeah. to you. Hey, happen to me. Right? I yes. know it happened to you. Right? And yeah. it's one of these things that... Um, and I think it's really beautiful like you're doing this and just kind of bridging the gap and saying look like you aren't going to get out and scathe of yeah. life like you're going to face some stuff yeah thanks and, so. and as a woman like as a woman like we have to be able to use our scars for good right right so with that being said you had a great foundation to uh -huh. help you get through this oh yeah my, my mom like uh, my mom even to this day she supports everything crazy that I've ever wanted to do my grandmother my yeah yeah um I love that you guys say yeah, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she's my I hope you want to be Greek just for that. I know, my yeah, yeah. So my, <laughs> so my papu just passed away this past year, and oh, that was so the hardest. sorry. Thank you. And that was the hardest experience I've ever dealt with in my life. But I saw her stand beside him till the end. And guess mm. what? They had an arranged marriage. Wow. So they didn't even get a chance to fall in love. And Imagine here we're out that. here, and we can't even find love. Right. <laughs> we can't even. We're, like, we're swipe. We, you can pick every, You can pick what you want and still can't make it work. Yo, social and, media is arranging uh, our love. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Shoot. That's our life right now. What, what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time. <laughs> I'm coining that. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to know, well, first of all, I'm proud of you. So I just really admire how you turned this kind of dramatic, chaotic part of your life into something productive to inspire mm. other women mm. going through this. Because I can relate to it. I had a relationship and I was like, I'm going to marry him. I'm going to have his babies, too. Mm -hmm. 100%. No question in my heart. And then it broke. Yep. So how do you get back up 
right? So with that being said, I still struggle to this to this day. Like I have my highs and I still have my lows, you know, and seeing you strive and create table for one is so inspiring. And Thank I you. think that we need more of you, of us type of women to create the sisterhood dynamic to where, hey, I did go through some crazy shit and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Nope. What made you, what got you to that point? What got you to that point where you were like, this is my life and I'm okay with it and I'm okay to share it with everybody else? It's funny because I just, I've always been like a very open book and stuff. And mm-hmm. then when everything kind of hit the fan, we talked about earlier, like my ex was somewhat in a public eye. Yeah. And yours the same thing. Same. And so like people wanted to be around at times because that was cool and they thought they could get something from me. They wanted to be in the room, right? And when there weren't people there, when shit hit the fan, I was even more open. I was like, right. I, you know, because you had the people around that like, look, this is my life. It may not be cute, but through my pain, I've created art. And like, I think really the reason that I was able to do it is like I said earlier, like it's the support team around. Like I've, I've always been around strong women, strong men too, yes. obviously, yes. but like that sisterhood that you're mentioning. Yeah. But um, I liberated myself through liberating other people. Right. And like through being like, look. This is what it is. This is like just just being an open book and yes. just seeing that people just want what's real. People want like let's what you see on TV is not real. Come on. Yeah, I know if it is. And look, sign me up. Find me him. Bring him. <laughs> bring him in here. I mean, can we just say reality TV is not even reality? Right. It's, it's not. It's sad when it's scripted. It's you know? not. And you know, I, I admire your fearlessness. Thank and you. I think that's one of the biggest things is fear. Mm. We as women, we're fearful of how other women is going to look at us. Yeah. Um, I felt like that. I felt like damn girl like you just went through all this what what is jessica gonna say about me down the street what is monica gonna think about oh me? yeah you know what i mean oh yeah and how did you feel and you know they are saying it oh yeah that's the thing is they are saying it and so like i remember you know not to say anything like, growing up in greek culture it's a very yes. incestuous if you guys have seen my big fat greek wedding like <laughs> everyone's involved in your thing yeah. um and i just remember like you know saying with my parents and i love them and like they're just like well what are we gonna tell people and i said nothing like Unless they want to pay a bill of mine. Yeah. I don't got to tell them anything. Right. But look, I got bills that need to be paid for. So right. they, they're welcome to. <laughs> and we can open this up. Yes. But, you know, it's like we always have to – we always think of like, oh, what is it for them? What is it for them? But mm-hmm. it, it's never about them. And right. I think really my biggest advice to anyone that's listening to this is like you have to – go through it to get through it. Like you have to honor yourself and go through the emotions and yes. go through the stages. One day you're going to wake up happy and you're going to be, oh, I'm, let's go. I'm going to conquer the world. Next day you're sad. Yes. You're like, what did I do wrong? Yes. You know, you don't, it, You but you have to just be real to right. yourself. Right. And I think that is the key to life uh-huh. is facing yourself in the mirror oh, every day and Lord. being like, Mm-hmm. You know, taking that breath, honestly, breathing for me has been like everything. I don't know if you've noticed that um, dealing with what you're going through, but like sometimes I don't breathe n- naturally. No. When I'm under pressure, when I'm under like stress, I'm not breathing properly, yeah. you know, uh, and I have to remind myself to breathe. My girlfriends would be like, Letitia, breathe. Yeah. Like you're okay. Yeah. You know, um, I wanted to touch on your mom. Uh, mom power. Love moms. Mama. Mama. Dear mama. Right. Tupac voice. Right. Would you say she's your number one fan? Oh, all day. Yeah. All day. All day. She's my best friend yeah. too. Like she's that's my that's my dog right there. Yeah. Um, the one thing with her, like, and I it's funny because even having a show like Taylor for one, like, I feel like what made her beautiful and what created our family beautiful, I even try to take away from her. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Mom, are you taking time for yourself? Yeah. Like she just got both of her knees uh, redone with surgery because like wow. you know, she's instead of taking care of herself knew what she needed to do she would take care of the family and whatnot right. and I'm like what are you gonna do now for you like right. what do you like I it's funny I, our parents teach us stuff and they carry us away yes but then I feel like we get to an age where it's like now we're trying to take, take care them of them and carry them right. away you know right. so I feel like we've kind of hit that crossroad but literally if it weren't for my mom just li- like even when I could be from Miss Utah or I do this, like she's like let's go let's do it I'm yes like, all the dumbest stuff yeah which she's, is she's there but it's not dumb because not, well, can I you just tell it. you guys, <laughs> Leah just ran from Miss Utah and let's have a clap for that. I want to hear about this experience because I think this is a perfect leeway into you running from Miss Utah because I read a caption of yours. I will let you share your caption and it was so inspiring and I think your journey will speak to so many different women. Um, but you going forward and always moving forward and for the next step, knowing that like 
hey, my back is against the wall. I've never done this before, but I'm going to try this shit out anyway. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Coming from a small town, I'm, I'm a small town girl. So like, yeah. I know how it feels like. I know how it feels like to be dating somebody where everybody's like, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. And then it's like, no, you're it's, like. It's not that cool. Right. Start with that one. <laughs> yeah, let's say it's that. not that cool, honestly. Yeah. And that's because it never gets to, it never is just you and him in a relationship. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got agents. Yeah. You have yeah. coaches. You have teams. You have right. Everyone else involved, and you're like, wait a minute, are right. they all in our bed too? Yeah, no, oh, nope, never, no, please, no. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, I get it, dude. But it's now you go back home, mm-hmm. and now it's just Leah. Now it was just Letitia. Mm-hmm. So now it's just you, right? So mm-hmm. you're going back home and competing for a title. Yeah, which is incredible. Thanks. How was that experience? <laughs> Share with us our uh, sisterhood Lord. how that experience was. Well, you know, I had competed in the past, mm-hmm. and I uh, was runner up, and I kind of gave, I hung that up. A little bit ago, and I got talked into doing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you want to know the reason why I wanted to do it again? Because yes. I feel like now has been the time. Was well, growing from Utah, if you weren't blonde and blue-eyed and Mormon, you weren't anything. Like mm. you weren't. So now, when it's a time like being ethnic, being different, having a different look to you, is finally seen and appreciated as beauty which Thank i you. never i i've i've never like it's funny i joke around saying that we carry our childhood insecurities with us for the rest of yeah, our lives like 100 i don't take compliments well because i'm like i was never like this wasn't seen what people wanted right yeah. right now okay with kim k people think it's cute yeah but now but you know what i mean yeah thank you right but it just wasn't a thing so it's funny because I felt like the reason why I wanted to compete this time was to do it for like the little girl of who I was back mm. then. Like, you know, like honoring, like, okay, giving the ethnic girl the title of, you know, something Miss Utah, which it wasn't really Miss Utah growing right. up. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't have that look or the aesthetic of what was um, sought after. But that experience um, in general, I've done a lot of things, put myself out in a lot of ways. Yes. I don't regret it, but I will say it was one of the most politically unfortunate things i've ever done really blatantly like really yeah and it was it was disheartening that's one thing you can take an l when you know that it was everything looked fair right and seemed fair this was like there was no it was not fair really yeah now how did that affect you how did you get back up after this fall again you know what's so funny is i walked off the stage and i just started laughing and I was like, so my parents were like, let's go to the bar. I'm like, <laughs> let's go get a drink. Yeah. I was like, y'all let me sign up for another pageant and we're going to have a talk. But, <laughs> um, but it's like anything in life. Like, you know, let's be honest. Like everything isn't always, I, I always try to compete against myself, but a lot of times you don't even know what's going on behind the scenes. But yes. All you can do is put yourself out there. Right. And, um, if it goes well, it goes well. Right. If not, not. Right. Now, I think there's this thing where like... Dust yourself off and try again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that you clearly have been doing that over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. And when you dusted yourself off, you wrote this really dope caption on Instagram. And it pretty much stated, like, regardless if I'm a winner or not, like, I have this whole squad. And you had all your girls, all your family, all your crew that had your back. Can you, like, expand on that? And, like, what what did that moment mean to you? Even knowing yeah. that you lost at yeah. that moment, knowing that you should have won. Because, girl, you still miss Utah to me. Girl, you so sweet. You so mm, but sweet. we would have done We would have put Utah more on the map. But that's okay. <laughs> we, we're doing it in different ways. Yes, we will. We're repping hometowns in different ways. That's yes. okay. You know what's so funny is afterwards, I walked out and I saw it. I didn't know half. The, so the whole time during the competition, I kept hearing people, like, screaming. And, like, it was, I, I'm not saying, like, it was, it, you knew when I was on stage just because people were going, like, I had the whole Greek community come out. Wow. I had friends come out, like, and um, when I came out and I didn't know how people were going to show up that were there, yeah. like that's when I started crying. And it was not even the fact that I lost. I'll take, I don't care to win. Yeah. I was like, I'm just so honored about the people that I have around me that even believe in me that are there supporting me. And it's like, um, everything I do now, like I carry those people with me. Like right. if there's days, honestly, where I feel like I don't want to do something or I'm not capable, I check myself because I'm like, no, not all these people did not come here to help you and to push you at times for you to give up now. Right. Like, let's go. You got to show up for them as they show up for you. Right. So that was like really the most like chilling experience I would say out of all of that for me. Which is having your crew there yo, always my, there to yeah, push you. Yeah, like those are my, yo, when I'm saying it takes a village, it took like, we had 10 villages out there trying to help <laughs> like, for Leah. <laughs> now, to you, how important is sisterhood to you? When you look at your friends that are mm. around you, mm. how important is sisterhood to you in your life at this point right now and everything that you've been through 
Oh, sisterhood is number one. It's funny. I don't, you hear a lot of, you see a lot of like female bullying and stuff like that. I don't even know and experience that because the women that I have around me are like, I'm not even saying this to be humble. Like they are doing better than me. They're like, they're pushing boundaries. We have people that are on national talk shows. They're running for mayors of town. They're doing stuff. And guess what? They're supporting each other Mm -hmm. and they're giving you sound advice because they want to see you do the same. So it's like my biggest advice to people is like, you got to sometimes look at like the people you have to the right to left of you because it's either going to be crabs in a barrel or y'all going to rise to the top. Right. But it's very, it's all about who you keep close. Right. So sisterhood is everything. Everything. So with these women listening right now that are struggling with finding their sisterhood, finding mm. their tribe, mm. what tips would you give them? Like, how do you how do you flush out the bad crabs, as you would say, that are around you, that are around you just because you're Leah or you're beautiful or you were dating that cool guy? Or how do you find your squad? How do you how did you cultivate your tribe? I always just, for one, like really listen to my gut with people. I'm very energy sensitive. Yes. I feel like I can feel in three seconds mm-hmm. if someone's going to have my intentions, like good intentions are bad. Right. And I, and I've really like, as I've gotten older, stay true to that. Um, I know I'm not a perfect friend. I've made mistakes. I know I'm not like, but there's a level of when someone shows you who they are, believe them. So yes. if, when I see something conniving from a friend or if I see someone doing like, you know, look, especially we live in LA, y'all, mm-hmm. like people do some wild <laughs> things. I had friends that like would, well, acquaintances, we should say. Right. That would, because uh, there is a difference. There's Friends a difference. Right. Everyone has a lane. And that's yeah. the thing. You you have to get really good at keeping people in lanes. Just because they have, you're, they're, you're around in their lives or they're in yours doesn't need, mean that they need to know everything about you. Right. Um, and so I've just like really gotten good, especially when, you know, when you're at your lows, you just see who's there. And then you see who's there at your highs and who's celebrating with you mm-hmm. and who's in there to help you. But I just, you can, this isn't high school anymore. Right. I don't need to have a charm bracelet with 15 girlfriends names on it, okay? <laughs> you can have five ride or dies or, or whatever it right. is. Just just keep people that are close. Right. It doesn't need to be a collection. That's right. my advice. Right. Now, when you and your squad are together, like, do you guys have rules you, like, live by? Like, live by, die by type like, things, ride or die type things that you guys, like, always do for each other? Oh, always do for each other. I think the one <laughs> tell me right no, we, now. I mean, no, we have we have rules. We have we have joking rules. And we have real rules, right? Um, you know, rule number three: ain't no fun. The homie can't get none. I'm just kidding. That's not a real rule. That is not a real rule. No one do not go for each other's men. That is a joke. Um, <laughs> off. Yeah, off. Yeah, off. Um, some rules is just like. Real, like really we're like straight up honest with each other yes. like if you ask me if I look fat in this or whatever I'm gonna be like okay it's my most flattering outfit like yes we are one- but are you gonna be like dude you're like you're gonna be honest you're gonna be like that's not that cute you you have better yeah we say yeah like that's not flattering like, yeah. or like or if someone's you know um or if I feel like they're doing something wrong, like I'm going to be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, let's talk about your life, you know, yeah. and they would do the same for me. Right. So um, I think the rules is just like tr- the whole golden rule, like treat people as you would like yourself. But like with your friends, like if you want someone to be honest with you, then give that to your friends. Because honestly, you do, you're going to help each other. Right. Did you ever have an issue? Um, well, let's go back to your acquaintances. Mm-hmm. When you had these acquaintances. Oh, I still do. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so interesting. Like, I'm learning this, too, with acquaintances that yeah. people that were just there because of my life five years ago versus right. now, right? So acquaintances are silly to me, um, but they're also needed, I feel like, because I need someone to go to lunch with some days or I might need someone to, like, watch a TV show with or something, right? So That's acquaintances cool. are still great mm-hmm. people to have in your life, yeah. right? So how do you distinguish that? Like, how do you distinguish... Is it like an energy thing with you that it's like that's an acquaintance versus a friend that yeah. I can tell you my whole life story? It's for me, it's been it's everything is always energy, whether mm-hmm. I'm dating someone, whether it's a friendship, whether it's like I don't it's weird. I now that I become more in tune with it and I not try to sound like hoity toity, but like literally like energy of people does not lie. Yeah. And like listen to it. Yeah. But um when it comes to putting people in lanes, like I've just realized like if you if you're open to receiving and to kind of understanding that person being like oh you can see why they're there right and you can see why they're not there and right. whatnot and just kind of like listen but people naturally if like almost put themselves in places that need to be and guess what like I know in some people's lives I'm an acquaintance to them too right and, that's, and you know what one thing that I think people need to be more real about is 
understanding and accepting the position they are in each other's lives. Like, look, you're not my number one. Like, don't out here act like yeah. I should be telling everything because it's not like that. Yes. Like, people just want to sometimes know things to know things or be around to be around. Mm-hmm. But like, let's not do this. Yes. Or we can do this. You know what I'm saying? And I think <laughs> but we don't want to do this because we're grown. Right. Exactly. And we're women, but, right? right? And, and I always... I remember being insecure. I remember being oh. that insecure woman because I was in a really toxic place of my life. And I became this insecure woman that, like, didn't feel safe with women. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were always coming at me, and I felt like I wasn't safe. And yeah. I think that we may deal with these type of acquaintances. We deal with them differently. When I was in an unsafe place, when I was insecure, when I was dealing with the toxic time of my life, I felt very scared and, like, Isolated because I didn't mm. want any woman around me because I didn't think they were in they were f- there for me for my best interest. Period. Yeah. I had two friends and that was it. Was this now, when you were in your relationship? Yes, mm-hmm. when I was in a relationship and I was just going through the madness. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was very insecure. Yeah. Now, a year and a half later, I'm probably the strongest I've been in a long time, right? Amen. The strongest. You're and vibrating. It feels so good. Thank you, Lee. But I'm I say that to say that my sisterhood has flourished the women around me have flourished and i feel safe yeah with even an acquaintance coming up to me because there's i don't feel like they're coming at me for anything you know what i mean but i'm secure now i'm secure with who i am i'm okay with who i am and i think that's something that we women have to face the facts where are we in our life right now yeah you know because we're always in different stages in our life oh yeah you know what i mean you were in a different stage i was in a different stage and maybe we met at the wrong time Right. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. And like I say, a sisterhood friendship is like having a man. If it's yeah. difficult, it probably shouldn't be happening. Because mm-hmm. I don't really have crazy arguments with my girlfriend. Especially because of a man, at least you're getting some. <laughs> True. With, a, with, a, with a sister, you're like, we're like, we're just, we don't have to be here, you know? I'm not mad at that. Right. Dude, I'm not <laughs> mad at that. We all need some. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, sisterhood should have this, this, It just should flow. It should. Everything in your life should flow. But it takes time to get to that flow of your life. It does. Because we all go through things. And life is not linear. You know, it's up and down. So with that being said, did you, like, recall those moments of times in your life where you felt like, Right now you're 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 glowing, you're shining, right? But in those days where, like, you were struggling, did you ever feel like when it came to women like struggling to find friendships did you ever find like times where it was just like you would just look at women and just shake your head or like Mm -hmm. i used to make faces Mm -hmm. i used to like and you can read it all over my face like i wasn't feeling you right you're like you You know know. what i mean Uh yes i don't know if you've ever experienced an insecure phase of your life where you were just off and you were just like but now looking back you're like girl that was you i can look back and say latisha that was you being insecure I was, I was oh yeah i was the most insecure i've ever been when i was with my ex mm-hmm. and as we were saying with your situation because yeah. when you're doing so many of these things that are outside of yourself like when you're investing into like a relationship and you're not like like oprah says right the glass should spill over i should be filling up my glass yes. before i fill up your glass yes. because then it spills over right but we weren't taught that right? right so if you're not secure with yourself or you don't know yourself in and out you're you're it's going to project on all areas of your life because it's like mm-hmm. what you you see in the in the world what you refuse to see in yourself. Yes. So like, yeah, I'm not secure in who I am. So how can I be secure with any of these friendships? So right. when you can trust yourself and right. trust your judgment and be like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Yes. I know what I'm about. Then I can trust relationships I hold because I can assess those accordingly. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I can't do it. So that's yes. why like for me, I've been so focused on like, self-work and guess what it is like working on yourself i'm like always joking like is the biggest hodgepodge project it's of not easy life. it is not easy it is not like everyone has lows and highs and people act like it's yes easy. lord it's not easy girl can we talk about something though yeah oh everyone's like you need to be alone you need to be alone for oh. some time i don't f-ing like being alone Mm-mm. i like cuddling oh, yeah. i like somebody over my house i like getting kisses on my forehead what the hell? It's true. It's I, look. I'm like, and I. That's people joke around all the time. Like I get people like, oh, let's make it a table for two, and I'm like, no, bro. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but like I'm with me like having that whole idea of like, for me it's like just being whole. Like a yes. lot of people can't. I'm not saying a lot. Like when people, you're secure and you're whole now, so yes. you can want someone else there. Yes. A lot of people can't be alone because it makes them feel lonely. But I would rather be 
alone than lonelier with, with someone else, if that makes sense. Yes. I feel like I just said that really weird. No, but, but it makes sense because I felt lonely yeah, when I was with, with someone. somebody, right? Yeah. So you can still, you can, guess what? You can jump from that relationship and go to another one and feel way more whole in yourself. You don't have to have a four year like sabbatical of trying to find yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could take a week, it could take whatever, but it's all on you right. and the, when, what you're surrounded by. I love how you said that because we all have our own story and we mm. all have our own journey. Yeah. And nobody's able to depict like, you needed some time. You needed more time. Yeah. That happened to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, you need to take some more time to yourself. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Do okay. I look that damn crazy that I right. still need more time? Right. You're like, what do you mean I take more time for myself? <laughs> yeah, I'm bro. stable. What do you mean? It's been like seven and a half months. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I live? Meanwhile, your hair's not combed. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Right now, it's in a bun. I'm just saying. No, you look perfect. She looks. <laughs> look, y'all. She looks perfect like, every day. But you know, I think that's so important. What you just said. Not everybody is the same, and we all deal with certain mm. things differently. Yeah. You know, being full. You guys both want to be full when it's a sisterhood. Oh yeah. When it's a relationship. Yep. You know, I always compare sisterhood to relationships because I want my sisterhood to be as loving and as caring as it is with my man. Really, you yeah, know, it should, and you know, we have to be full first. Yep. And I and I remember things that I dealt with personally, where I had my girlfriends look at me and be like, "Letitia, you need help. Like, you need to go talk to somebody." Because I was that girl that kept things in, mm-hmm. right? So I was that friend that I'm the strong one. Ain't nothing f-ing with me. Right. I'm so strong. I'm so strong. I'm good, dog. I was breaking inside. Like I was crumbling inside. It was also very telling about the person you were with, though. Yeah. Because I know that when you're not with, I'm sorry to say it, a strong man. Yes. You have to be strong for them so you don't have a choice to break. Right. we weren't taught to break. Right. You're like, you better hold it down for your household. That's true. And I think, see, and, and when you say that, it makes me think of the quote where Diane von Furstenberg says, I never met a woman that wasn't strong. And even though I felt weak as hell in that moment, I was still appearing to be strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we as women do that all the damn time. Oh. All the time. Yeah. Now, with that being said, how do you, how do you really, how do you find the strength to really get out of that? Like, how, how do you find the strength to be in your head and to the point where, like, I'm like, who do I talk to? Who do I turn? Should I go see therapy? Mm. You know, and my girlfriend sent me a list. And I was like, do I need to go see a therapist? Do I need to talk to you? Like, should yeah. I? I found that I had to just be open. Yep. And I had to be like, Leticia, you need to talk to somebody like it's okay yeah. to talk to you're not a burden to your girlfriends you know what i mean like they they're here for, for you, you. Yeah. to listen to you and i struggled with that did you ever feel anything like that when you're going through what you were going i through? struggled because you know what i realized it's so crazy is that like even when you're out of it okay i'm gonna throw out my situation was very emotionally abusive mm-hmm. and i didn't notice it until i was out of it you right. know love is blind you think yes. oh i'm like making these sacrifices i you know we're kind of in a legal situation mm-hmm. and i've had to unfortunately have to re-go back through and read text and i'm like every time i want to slap myself I'm like leah like red flag yeah. red flag red flag like but so the problem is when we get out of these relationships you don't even it's You've been conditioned in a way that you don't even know how to articulate how you're feeling. Right. Because you were in something that was unhealthy. So how are you then supposed to go and operate in a healthy way when everything was already wrong from the jump? Right. So that's why I feel like anytime anytime you're doing something that could betterment you in a way, whether it's therapy, whether it's talking to someone, whether it's not, like, just stay true to how you feel in that Mm -hmm. moment. Because, like, Mm -hmm. deep down, we always know what's good for us. And even though, like, we, we may not be sound in that second, like, just... It's part of the process. Right. You know? Right. Now, coming from a small town, yeah, I'm a small town girl, yeah. and I just look at my journey some days, right? So going through my therapy, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my journey, and I'm seeing the small town girl going, you know, through my phases of life to a 31-year-old woman right now, and everything that I've been through and everything that has made me who I am right now. Uh, if you do that, if you look back at yourself... Young Leah, small town girl. Would you ever think you'd be in LA chasing these dreams? Having you're about to have your own talk show, Table for One. Mm. You're a host on the Grammy red carpets and the most beautiful dresses. You're so nice. You're so uh, how? What would you say to your younger self? Like small town Utah Leah. What would you say to yourself right now? Oh Lord, I would. What I'd want to tell her because I know that I know the feeling of, you know, being insecure, not fitting in, is just like you're different for a reason mm-hmm. like you don't fit in with these girls for a reason you right. don't look like these girls for a reason but i i didn't get that i didn't right. like i literally like you guys i was doing i was at the skate park doing parkour i didn't i was trying to fit in every group possibly yeah. because i wasn't the mormon girl i wasn't i wasn't what was cool same 
Um, right? So like, in, Same, I yeah. feel you. I was mixed. I wasn't yeah. white enough. I wasn't black enough. Exactly. And then I'm in this small town and it's all, you know, white people. There's yeah. some black kids. I was one of them, you know, and it's I, the, the identity issue. Yeah. You know? No, it really is. And like, and so that was something I struggled with. But um, to answer your question, like looking back, like I... I really firmly believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I like that's my like my whole stem, my belief system. Um, but I'm just been like so grateful of the way that my path has evolved, and that's also like where I kind of try to. You control what you can control, and the rest you kind of have to let go because it's like even with not winning something, or even not getting the job that you want, whatever. Like it's going to redirect you on the path that you're supposed to be on. Right. So we can want things. It was so funny. I listened to Oprah. Girls, you know, Oprah. I love you, oh, Oprah. Oh, come on, Oprah. What? Oprah, we got to get you on here next week, <laughs> please. Um, but she was saying like she's like I envisioned the six trees, and I kept wanting these six trees, these six trees. She's like I look back in my backyard, I envisioned the six, but I got. She has like 26,000 trees behind right. her backyard. And so it's like we can envision something for ourselves. But when you let go and you just stay true to your process, you don't know what will multiply and right. what will be behind that. Right. So I think just like honoring that process. And now, did you ever think you'd be living in LA, the city of dreams? <laughs> it's the city of angels. It's the city of, angels. Yo, it city so of angels, city of dreams, same city. thing. Angelic dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I'm new to LA, so hey, I'm learning. I'm learning. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know that's a thing. I'm going to coin that. Um, no, no, but I've had glimpses of my life that like I felt like more like in my last relationship that I so just to say a little bit more like I, the reason with the whole table for one thing is I gave up on so much of my dreams I suppressed mm. my dreams because of the career he was in he was constantly moving so like I didn't go to law school because of him I didn't I wasn't pursuing all modeling all these different things that I initially had wanted right so it was embedded it was deep down in me how many years uh seven wow yeah seven 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 and so this was like, these were pivotal ages from yeah. 17 to 24. And so I had ignored so much of that. So now it's kind of like I'm honoring what I had like suppressed and like just yeah. trying to like, okay, like I'm taking off opportunities. I'm open to like what's coming. And I just feel like if everything stems from like your heart and you want to do good in the world, like you'll be all right. Yeah. And age is not defining anything because you still look fine, girl. Oh, you're sweet. Still look fine. You still look twenty. It's getting hard out here. It's getting hard to keep things right and tight. I think that's. I think that's so crucial though, because a lot of women like us go through things, Mm -hmm. and we. I don't want to say waste years, but we go through times where we dim our light Mm -hmm. for other people to shine. Right, and I think women are the core of this because that's what we were told. That's what we were taught since we were growing up. I saw that with my mom and my dad. Yeah, you know, my mom, my dad, you know, did his thing. My mom took care of home. Mm -hmm. Mom had dreams. She had asked too right so dimming our light so with that being said like it doesn't matter how old you are or how many years have passed you can still shine yes girl yes at any point it, when you start when you start honoring your path your purpose you will shine brighter than anything you've ever seen yeah and you walk different you glow different you speak different mm-hmm. everything you do is and people are like they want to know what's different about you you're just honoring yourself and you can still do that in a relationship and or fa- having a family or a, a commanding job right. but it's just it's i call it being self-full not selfish you need mm. to focus on being full. Yes. And so a lot of times, like, if you have to say, no, I can't go do this today or no, right. honey, I'm sorry, we're not going to go see this movie or whatever. Like, you, if you sometimes have to, you have to set that boundary and like, look, I got to take care of myself for okay. a second. With this being said, I want to know, how does Leah keep herself full? Top three things. How, oh, my Lord. How do, I keep- how do you keep Leah full? I honestly, I get full, like, speaking of sisterhood. Yes. Like, I was in Denver a couple weeks ago with, like, some of my best girlfriends in the world. Mm-hmm. And, like, just vibing off of girls that are, like, doing things yes. and, like, having a good time. Yes. Like, joking around. Like, I get full off of the people that I have around me. Um, they I, push you. They, they encourage oh, yo, you. They push you. They, like, and the, we, we did this thing. Um, it's so funny you mention it um, about, like, your blind spot. And I think, like, I can look at you as a friend and see, like, what's your blind spot? Like, yeah. what do you need to be doing different? Yes. And it's one of those, like, look, no one can get mad. Yep. No one can be upset by what comes out. And I would recommend uh, to whoever's listening at home, like, if you have best friends, like, in a circle, just everyone talk about their dreams. And then you guys knowing them as their friend, mm. tell them what you think that they're doing wrong or how they're inhibiting themselves to being the person they want to be or right. to having the career they want or the man they want. Like, what is it? Because you know the blind spot. We Outside looking in, we can always see it. Always. 
So that's that's what I'd say major factor. Which is so cool. So you guys say that blind spot and you pick it out so you can help them get it right. Yeah, yeah. Which is so dope. Yeah, and you got to receive it. And like, look, this is coming from no judgment. This is right. like, I just want to see you. I right. just want to see you grow. So that's one tool. Okay. Um, see, the other two, I really for me, like charity and giving back. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I've just really realized that like my point in life is to speak so other people don't feel alone in whatever they're going through. And I didn't know that was my path. I didn't. I, like, recently spoke at the Senate about Alzheimer's because... Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, my grandfather. Yeah, and, like, you know what I mean? And he... It's crazy how life... Hold on, can I just repeat it? You just spoke at the Senate about Mm. Alzheimer's. (laughs) No big deal. Just just public health awareness. (laughs) No big deal. (laughs) No, but... So doing things that I feel like, okay, I'm doing something, like, greater good, like, bigger than myself, is really fulfilling. Um... It was yeah, it was very emotional, and then like playing with animals. Yeah, and then I take baths with my lights off. That's a big one too. Really? Yeah, take a bath with your light off. And Why? Like, I don't know what it is. It's like it's been able to like it's been the one thing that's been able to chill me out. Really? Uh huh. So like right. when you had crazy stressful like even now I still do it. I'll just really? like turn off all my lights and take a bath. I'm gonna try that. How long yeah. do you stay? Because I hate when I get pruny and shit. I gotta get out. Get out before you get pruny. Really? <laughs> yeah. But dude, I like then I'm mad comfortable and I'm like, damn, look at my hands. Yeah, yeah you're like, look, look at these. Yeah. And look then at I these gotta walnuts. run in the water to make it like hot again. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Okay, maybe I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Do it. I promise you. Just because we're always so stimulated, so it's a way to like completely Calm. shut down. And mm-hmm. playing with animals. That's sweet. <laughs> Oh, I like animals. (laughs) Well, this is amazing. I also want to talk about you hosting. Uh, I think hosts have such a big job. You guys have to really uh, encapsulate your audience. Yeah. And you have no idea what's coming at you, Mm -hmm. right? You have Mm -hmm. no idea what's coming at you ever. No. How did you, what part of you wanted to become a host? The funny thing is I, I didn't even realize... Not, not let's say not that it was a career. Obviously, it's a career, but like I naturally like with wanting to talk about stuff yes. and wanting to like connect with people. Like you know, that's just what I've always loved to do. Is just like sit and shoot the. Sh- I like, could feel like, that when I first met you. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, that's I'm why like, I knew I'd like you. No, girl, I love you. <laughs> but like, I'll literally talk about anything. Like yeah. we could talk about a rock for thirty minutes. I'm down. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> but so like having just that like love and draw to just like discuss topics and I think also through like connecting people like I've always wanted to like understand and like want to learn and so um, as a host like I feel like it's like my job to like you know take whatever the topic is give my opinion on it give whoever else's opinion on it and then like make it so the person at home wherever they are in the world like that it helps them or maybe brings and educates them or makes them laugh or whatever it is. So it kind of naturally took a a course for me. Which I think is super cool. I remember seeing you at one of the events I went to with our girlfriends and you were just you. (laughs) And I admire that. You didn't look like every other host. You were Leah (laughs) and proud and you had this dope ass shiny cool outfit on and you were just rocking it. Yeah, we just and, I, and I was watching you and it was just like a light, right? And then you were a light to others and everybody just felt comfortable and fast. And I think that's something Thank that you. not everybody has. And I think it's a gift. Oh, you're so And sweet. I think it's if we had more women like that, I feel like, you know, we'd be killing it even more than we're killing it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know about you, but I feel like we're in a time where it's like we see this cool progression of yeah. women, right? Rising and rising. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, is this just trendy? Is this Instagram BS? Like, yeah. oh, girl power. Right. You know, or is it in real life? You know, and the more I, I'm learning um, about LA and women around me, I kind of feel it. I feel it more. I feel like it's actually in real life. Yeah. IRL. IRL. Yeah, I'm still trying to. IRL, dude. My sister helps me with this shit. I'm thir- I feel like some days I'm so old because I'm just I like, know. IRL? My She's brother, like in real life. You know, at the same time, he's like, you need, you should know that. I'm like, should I? Yeah, should you? Should I? Anyway, but in real life, you know, I'm feeling mm-hmm. this girl power, sisterhood coming together. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that? I do. I feel like there's a very feminine energy at this time. And you know what's so crazy is, and I'm, I, I've always... The whole like female empowerment thing for a little bit like used to turn me off, and I mm. hate. To, I'm not meaning it like no. I'm a female. Okay, yes. I got a vagina. I'm pro. I'm pro all that. Yes. Okay, I'm pro men too, and I've been so big on equality. Like treat people the same way. Treat people everyone like treat everyone as equal, mm-hmm. right? Um, but this um, this empowerment movement now is so beautiful because it's like it's just so genuine. Where before, yes. I always felt like it was. I just always looked like it was the opposite. Like it was just too much down your throat. Right. And not to say like, for good reason. Right. right? Totally. But just for me, who I am, I'm like. 
I felt like I was alienating another aspect. Like, yeah. okay, if we're just, I'm only focusing on women, even though for me, I speak to mostly women. Yes. I don't want to alienate the men because I feel like the whole thing is like, let's bridge the two together and let's yeah. have these conversations. Yo, men need to hear this too. Oh, My yeah. brothers need to hear all this, oh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah. They do. Men, I think, you know, we have to come together first and then bring the men on board because yeah. once we start doing that, they'll start listening. It's coming from an authentic place now. Yes. Before before it felt almost cheesy. Right. Forced. Right? It, it felt, felt forced. forced. It felt forced. It was like, oh, we had, like, now it's like, no, this is real. This yeah. is how we, now we're speaking about how we feel and it's coming from our hearts versus like, how do I push this movement? How do I say yeah. this without walking on eggshells? Now it's like, look, this is what it is. Yeah. And can I low-key say like, I haven't tried this yet, but I'm just saying some of my girlfriends dating younger guys, she's like, they like talk about their feelings. Like they're like, they really? have emotions. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me go find, let me go find one of them. Right. Hold on. Yeah. But here. I feel like this is inspiring, like, yeah. you know, a, a new generation where we're okay with feeling and yep. having emotions and being okay to allow the woman to be our equal and the men to be okay with it and understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Imagine that if we had that in our in our past and and that's the thing and so that's now I look at it as like I always joke around like I'm the black sheep and I've always felt like the black sheep my whole life so it's like we've always known a path differently and so it's like I hope that the path that I'm going inspires another woman to do the same right. or a man to do the same and same right. with you like we didn't have it then but we have it now and right. we've gained the awareness now and like we're doing it like yeah. we're in LA in the place where people want to be yes paving these directions yes. and these initiatives that yes. seem foreign that and not. I and with that being said, I also want everybody to know that it's not always easy. And it's not always easy. Let me pull off a couple of these sepia filters, Valencia filters, X-Pro yeah. filter. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's hard work. Uh-huh. And, you know, everything's hard work. Yeah. Becoming full, as you mentioned earlier, um, having enough, uh, you know, strength to get back up and try again. Yeah. Um, to get through a relationship and to get on top. To yeah. start a table for one, a whole television series show um, because of what you've been through, which is incredible. Thank you. The, there's a journey to all the greatness that you're doing. And when I look at everything that you've done, it's it's from failing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And we have to fail and be willing to fail. Yeah. And uh, I say this often to my sister because she's a perfectionist. I love her to death. Yeah. You have to fail. You have to be willing to fail. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I've been looking at all, like, in real life, in personal life, in career life, in relationships, so many breakups, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, so much heartbreak. All the time, we're constantly heartbroken in ways. Heartbreak. Getting fired from jobs. I remember I got fired from Dunkin' Donuts, girl. <laughs> and I was 14 years old because I let my best friend cut the line. And they fired me, and I was so mad. What? Yeah, Natasha. Not our Tasha that we know, yeah. but yeah, my homegirl Natasha back at home is you. I let her cut the whole line of Dunkin' Donuts for one of those, fr- like, what are those? The Frost, no, Frosty's Burger King. Dang. Oh my God, I can't think of the, the icy drinks from Dunkin' Donuts, but yeah, and I got fired. They, they're but kicking I, themselves now. Yeah, is this okay? They're I didn't kick- want you Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Anyway, so failing. <laughs> failing and failing and failing and being okay with failing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think is the key to my journey personally and I think it's relative to yours as well and you're okay with failing I am and you know what it is I think that if there's anything that you guys take away from me listening to my rant on here (laughs) is figure out your why try to get very in tune with like your why in this world in this universe because that has been the reason why I have been able to fail and get up and go again. Right. Like, I think everyone has to know their why and their triggers. And like, for me, like, it was my grandfather. Like, mm. and, um, like, he left his village, 17 years old. His family was starving, didn't know the language. He never got to see his father again, like, to come to America by himself. Right. Like, and to to create something to, like, send back to them. It was, you know, I'm, I, I say it this way. I was a product of starvation. I was a product of, uh, you know, they were starving, but, like, the hunger that he took to be able to come here for something bigger because he believed in more and like mm-hmm. and like it wasn't the end right? right and like looking at his whole life i actually wrote a book about it um it, w- it was almost it's like in his dna so now it's like in my dna and like we have to retrain ourselves like find your why you're gonna fall down but like how do you get up like i am here because of people that came before me right and i'm paving the way for the people to come after me right and that's one thing that we have to like all look about in our lives 100 percent. and when you say that i think of the woman, my sisters, my mm-hmm. aunts, my mm-hmm. moms, my yes. friends, my nieces. Yep. You know, we are 
we are the why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't yeah. know if, did you see the Nike commercial that just came out? Yes, it gave me a chill. Bro, about it. It was call me crazy one. I cried. I did too. That gave me It literally chills. is giving me teary eyes right now. Yo, that commercial, call me crazy and see how crazy I can get. Yeah. See how crazy it gets me. I think it was such a pivotal yeah. commercial. Yeah. And I think it, it literally strikes with every woman whether athlete, non-athlete. Yeah. You know, we have failed in the way we react. It's always looked down upon. Yeah. We go crazy because we're emotionally mad and we're literally called crazy or delusional. Yeah. You know, or no. you're on your period or yeah. you're whatever, you're yeah. hormonal or whatever. Right. Yeah. And just to, you know, finish this off, Nike said it best, you know, call us crazy because we are crazy. You are Anybody else was on the street, they're probably like, she's crazy. She's coming from an, uh, a family of uh, an immigrant that came here to America that's out here chasing these dreams. She's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. delusional. She's, you know, and you, you fight the odds, you know, and I think that's so incredible. You know, you, you go through these pivotal points of your life, relationships that made you look at yourself and say, who am I? I lost me. I lost seven years of me. Yep. Sometimes I do that too. Mm-hmm. And I go, but no, I didn't. I'm finding me. And yep. on this journey, we're always going to lose ourselves and find ourselves again. Oh, that's through our greatest pain is where you find yourself. Yes. You don't learn when you win. You yes. learn when, you do, but you learn when you're down. Right. And, you know, through your journey, you know, I just keep thinking about how your strength comes from your passion and your energy, but it really comes from your foundation. Mm-hmm. And that strength oh, yeah. is embedded in you. And it's made you such a strong awesome incredible woman thank you i love you so, so sweet i just want to say thank leah you. thank you so much for coming today oh my gosh thank you for having me this is amazing i like everything that you're building is amazing people need to hear it everyone you guys gotta stick around because i've heard of the lineup she's got going like <laughs> these segments are about to be off the chain leah you're the best table for one yes it's gonna be incredible thank you you can find me more on instagram at leah sergakis and that where that way you'll see it as it's coming through but leah i'm excited <laughs> can you just spell it please because not everybody knows how to spell your oh, last name okay so my name is l-e-i-a <laughs> s-e-r-g-a-k-i-s and that's yes so please follow Leah. You guys will be inspired, beyond inspired, empowered, and you will break through. Thank you Thank so you. much, Thanks Leah. Thanks for having me here, Thank my you, sister. Baby. Love you. <laughs> hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe. Can't get enough of the amazing race? Then check out Now What with Jessica Graff on Podcast One. How sweet is that? Get all the details about this season as the former winner calls up players that get eliminated each week for some juicy mini interviews. We accomplished more on Amazing Race than we did on Big Brother. (laughs) We were far more successful, so our crossover worked in our advantage. (laughs) Download new episodes of Now What with Jessica Graff every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.